So, like, so yeah, obviously, I, I know that you stuck with REMS for quite a while through the pandemic. And I remember Michael Vietzman saying he couldn't get new skates, he couldn't even get new parts. And that he heard at some point you ended up getting like a small box of things. I don't know if it was skates yes. or whatever. But it was then, sketchy. but then, for you, everybody, like, I yeah. had a different status. As, as soon as I was ground control team manager, I felt like Andy advised everybody, hey, treat this guy differently. You know, like, I'm not sure if that happened, but everybody treated me differently and product was sent and not just promised and not sent or just half of like just one frame sent or this kind of shit. Like a lot of shit happened. And after I was a team manager, I felt like they tried to take care a little bit more of me. So I still got product a little bit longer than the rest of the people. But when Witzemann was complaining, I also did not get anything anymore. It was hey, um, yeah, he was saying even you were struggling to get 2020, stuff. Well. March 2020 was when Corona was around, right? Like the first like ooh, Corona yeah. is coming. Yeah. I think it was March 2020, if I'm correct. Right. And it was on the horizon. Oh, this sketchy thing is like energy crisis is coming right now, which is not there yet, but you can already feel it. And um I get a call or no, it wasn't a call. It was an email from Andy. I think it was on third or fifth day. I already worked as team manager. I did some emails. I worked on social media, etc. blah, blah, blah. And he tells me, hey, Corona is coming. It could be bad. We're stopping all payments. So this month, nothing is coming. So, you know, in a, in a running month, you tell everybody, hey, there's no money coming this yeah. month. While you pay them peanuts. I mean, That's what I was about to say. It's, it's not like you're getting a lot of money. Like you said, you're getting like what three hundred dollars or something like that. Yes, and I mean, even like even if you consider you don't have to spend your own money, just use the brand's money. If I was the boss, I would because I knew how how much Andy was taken out of um, Sunshine, which was not much, but much con compared to any rider or anybody where like. It's a it's a full salary what he's getting out of it. Mm. Yeah. So if it was me, I would even use that salary and give it to my writers for this month and say, hey, next month there's nothing coming. Or you know, like whatever. But you cannot say, like, hey, five days ago we stopped money going out. Yes, yeah, but actually if it's that money thing you know, is he people, tells me people are depending on that, they're expecting that money to come in at set. Yeah, I mean, for, I, I did know, that bills or rent or whatever. And just to be told on the month that no longer exists, that yes. that could send someone into a spiral. It was the beginning of the season. I already planned trips and I planned this money in, and it it was like for reason. Like this stuff, this peanut money, made it work for me to be on the road, which is not much money, and I put everything down on a minimum. But without this, is what it was not possible, and it changed like this right when the season starts. When there is the biggest opportunity to do marketing because Corona wants people to skate, you know, like yeah. you kind of want to put in now, you know, and not stop it. And like it, it made no sense in my mind. But on the good side is he stopped everything. Half a year, nothing, no promo, no info, no, no, no emails, really, like maybe one or two, no money, no, no, not even product for half a year. And then Obviously, I adapted because I did my summer. I did everything. I worked it out. Like I'm independent from this. As soon as there is six months of nothing coming from it, obviously, I'm independent after this time. 
Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like I don't need it anymore. In this moment, it was shitty. But after six months, I was like, yeah, okay, now I don't need it. So let's talk some facts, you know? And I was really like trying to get down to this. And I was like, hey, what can I tell my team writers? We need info. What, what is happening? When can we expect something? Why is it cut completely? When there is product, um, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't sell us product, uh, send us product because they could sell it immediately. And they had full warehouses, kind of, you know, like maybe not full, full, but they had more than other brands. And they sold everything easy in Corona. And they didn't send us because they knew they can sell it all and they don't get new product soon. So they didn't give the team product, but sold it all. It did, it did feel suspect. It felt like, you know, all of a it sudden. It made no sense. It all of a sudden, no yeah, there's these, there's these, everyone wants to skate and all these skate shops are selling out a product, but then. And all these companies are reporting like record sales and skate shops are saying, oh God, like our sales have went up all this. And then Sunshine seemed to be the only company that was like, oh no, actually we're really struggling. And you're like, well, if, if you guys, even if that was true and they were struggling to get stock or they were struggling or like, how are you, if, if you're the At only- transparency. Yeah, if you're the only company not cashing in on coronavirus, you really need to take a long, hard look at yourself to see why. But I don't feel uh, like yeah. that was the case. I feel like they were uh, cashing in. They just weren't being open about it. Yes, I, I think so too. It's a little hideous and with shady, shady tonos to the house court uh, feeling about it. But a good thing to it, he did a mistake, if I can call it like that. Um, he left me some time to be independent to a point where it would not be of any big difference if we continue or not. So I could really like be like, hey, what is this? You know, because back in March when he said, hey, we cut money, I was like, okay, so I'm stopping work, right? And he was like, no, you can continue if you want. And I'm like, uh, no, okay. And I sent out email immediately to everybody, hey, no pay this month. So this is my last email. Um, laying down everything. Get your emails to Jeff or, or Andy from now on. And um, I'm also not doing social media anymore from now. Yeah. And everything was dead. And like, I mean, I stopped. I, lo I love that. I love you can continue doing it. Imagine, imagine you went into like McDonald's and they went, oh, we're laying off a bunch of people and we can't actually yes, afford the salary. You can continue if you want. You can it's a nice experience, flipping, you know? It's a really nice those experience. fucking burgers. No, fuck you, McDonald's. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, sometimes I really feel like there is no way that it's not bad behavior, you know? But at the same time, I feel like maybe his mind is so twisted that he doesn't even see how questionable this is. You know what I mean? I, th I think the Jeff Howard situation, like where it, like the entire role-playing community is raising tens of thousands of dollars. There was a lot of things coming this year. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy drops like, I think Andy dropped like, it was something like a hundred dollars. And then Matthias from USD donated more money than Andy. Yeah, <laughs> he like, sent 500, but Matthias was like, kind of tactical oh with that. I think, I think he did that also, I mean, Partly because Howard was on Kaiser, wasn't he? Like he was, he was he working was, with Matthias in the past. Oh no, he was that. he was pro for undercover. He had pro wheels from undercover. Undercover, yes. Yeah. So that was one reason. But I'm sure, I'm hundred percent sure that he sent that amount because it was like this multiplied from. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not like I cannot see, see even if that is the case. Like, even if that was his motivation, 
so what like it's no no no. i think it's great like i mean if you like i'm sure he would already like he would pay something in for sure but i also like if you you see okay another guy in kind of similar position as i am is doing bad i show that now in donating more than this guy like i'm doing something good and also i'm showing like Something. I'm not saying it's bad, but I make the stage for people to see there oh, is. Yeah, something. like it's, aesthetics is everything, especially in such a small community. And when you have the guy's boss essentially going, oh, I'll just give you a, a cheeky $100 that means nothing to me. And then you have someone else that owns a rival company going, I'm going to donate five times that amount. That sends out a very strong message yeah. to the community. I mean, and people, people but- notice stuff like that. I think it's, it doesn't really matter. Like they proved in the past that this is the path they want to go and they go hundred percent. I really feel bad for everybody stuck in there. Like I was, and I wasn't even in there with like my full, full dive, you know, like I was in there with, with a foot, even though it felt for me, like I'm like really stuck because it was super frustrating and I'm way too loyal. I, I learned big lesson to like, not trust everybody and not just like do good and expect good to to happen back you you really need to do things professionally or it's not gonna you know like you need to give other people also a stance on what is good for you or the whole thing like i i was just this kid coming in there trusting other people knowing more than me meaning good for me and making a space you know like it was kind of in bad like in the or how, how the idea was, how it should have been in past times or whatever. I'm not even yeah. sure if it was like that, you know, probably they used everybody a lot still, but it was so much money that whatever, you know, it feels like a good salary already. Yeah, I know what you mean. Who knows? I, Who knows? I, I do. I think that's <clears throat> quite interesting when people say, you know, why should we have transparency? Why should we have transparency regarding royalties and stuff like that? And you've just, you know, illustrated why, because people come on to teams and if there's no transparency or people don't know what everyone's getting in terms of royalties, I'm not talking about salary. I mean, in terms of royalties, I mean, in terms of when someone buys a product with someone's name on it, I think they should have a relatively good idea of what that person whose name is attached to it is getting. I mean, but you just, said it just, yourself as a team member, if you go on and you don't know, you don't know what to expect. And you might think you can make a living off this. You might think- And you take some years until you're yeah. in some, some- And like, say you get like yeah. really good, get to the top of your game. Like, you know, you've got these Korean kids right now that are absolutely killing it in park and then going over to fees and stuff like that. Yeah, let one of them go on raises. It's and they might the have in their head, that yeah, that they can get a monthly salary or pay their rent or maybe even live relatively comfortably. And then they yeah. get on the team and just get a complete bombshell. But see if you don't have transparency to some extent or some like at least common knowledge of what the financial state of being a pro skater is, then it's just going to hit you like a wall. You're not going to. And- no, no, no. But I think it's the responsibility of everybody. Like, I mean, the last like when we had panel on the Winter Clash, we already tried like Bobby is very much behind, like pushing things as well. Yeah, um, <clears throat> there's tons of people, but I think it's not there yet. Like, like there is a switch in between this full corporate um, mainstream rollerblading thing that has been there. And we really try to not be that and be like this core and super cool and very, very great community, etc. blah, blah, blah. But 
everybody has like a responsibility to take care of this precious thing. And I yeah. think a company like not offering transparency is killing potential, killing potentially great skaters, killing hope, killing spirit. And this is actually what drives the community. Like it's not <clears throat> the big sponsors. Let's say whatever, like all these huge ass sponsors that left the whole thing when X Games got whatever, all this whole story, you know, like the big stuff, big money leaving the community. That was not the thing that made us smaller. Like it was actually the pros and the important people losing the spirit and leaving the game, which made us shrink and be smaller. Like if all of these guys would have, like if social media was 10 years earlier, like Brian Oregon would have been like just athlete YouTube, whatever. He could make way more money than wherever he is right now. Like whatever business job he has. Like I'm pretty sure, you know, like there is some people that could have built their stuff. There are some people. I think, I think the, I think the number of people that could have made money it's, doing that are, are, pr no, no, are pretty no, much the same number of not, people that could have survived on competition winnings. They are like the the let's mega not let's minority. not get lost in this. But the whole people, yeah. everybody that that left, is the people that were in for money for the whole whatever. All these weirdos that like, no offense to any weirdo. I love weirdos, but. 2001, 90% of the whole scene was weirdos, like crazy. And when it was not the trending thing anymore, like only like, I feel like a lot of, like the quote is way higher on adult responsible people now than it was 2001, you know? Obviously everybody grew up as well, but I'm just saying like, <clears throat> the scene is smaller because people leave. The scene is smaller because people lose their spirit in continuing a, a competition. If there is some growth, everybody's like, oh, let's let's get something going. If everybody's going down, everybody's like, ah, oh, we shouldn't start this. Oh, we should maybe end this. It makes less than last year. And this is what, what makes it smaller or kills it or whatever. So I feel like mm, companies crushing individuals' dreams or not paying what they own to the community, if I'm saying that from my perspective, they... they Fuck up. They fuck up. Yeah, I I agree with your I agree with your point to a certain to a certain degree. I also think what do you disagree with? Um, I do think I do think X Games had a pivotal part because it was beamed into literally billions of TVs. Like that's how I discovered Rollerblade, and I, I saw a Rollerblading competition on TV, and I was like, yes. I want to do what they're doing. And I feel yes. like a lot of young impressionable kids glued to TV in the 90s were of yes. the same disposition. Oh, 100%. Um, but, and also the people leaving, I don't necessarily, I think there's also a lot of, you need to consider the fact that these were teenagers that were going into their 20s and going into your 20s comes with certain financial responsibility, especially in America when you start losing like your- No, I, I don't blame anybody. So I understand like, why it goes that way, but I still think this leads to it. And it's not like the big companies, it's more like, the single actions that add to the whole community vibe, this is the, the key. And I think everybody should um, yeah, look at, look at his own energy, what he brings to the table, if it's what he wants to see in the world or if it's not. Like yeah. if you don't want to see that energy in the world, then maybe 
don't bring it. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I, I would definitely say that's more the case now, like especially with the size of the community and how interactive the community is with each other through social media, through events and things like that. Mm. I would definitely say that's more the case now. I do find it quite interesting that that you, you also raise another valid point there where people are like, you know, present the energy or, or present what you want to see in Rollerblade. And I find it really funny when there's this really quite vocal um faction of the community who say i want rollerblading to be like this i want yeah. to see this Did then it, do and, it and i'm like then get the fuck off your arse stop sitting yeah. in front of a computer whinging about how shit you think rollerblading is and go and make it better and then they go oh not me oh no i'm too old or i was never like you know people then going, pay somebody to do it yeah people going why isn't why are no one jumping why is no one jumping off roofs and transferring six handrails anymore and doing this and i'm like if you want to see that shit you go and do it like i don't want to do it and they're like oh man i've never done a hammer in my life then stop demanding hey, or just do, push your own demand, scene yeah don't take don't, your own scene push like, push the kid to become that guy jumping on rails if you want to see that if you don't want to do it yourself but but i kind of i kind of feel like it's the equivalent of it's the equivalent of standing it's like standing at a cliff right next to the sea and going why are none of these pussies jumping into the sea and then and looking at like you know a crowd of 20 people and they go why don't you jump and he's like well i'm not jumping <laughs> then no, shut but, up i mean that's the whole rollerblading for forever always um, I, those, I do those comments i think it's funny I, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm like, that's always kind of been my philosophy, like create. Also, there is no, no, no part of skating has vanished. There's only more coming. And obviously the stuff that was trendy 20 years ago, it's not going to make a new trend now, you know, like you got to bring something new or yeah. it's, it's on the table, one of the dishes, but it's not the thing that you present as the new thing. Right. Yeah, all that, all that, all that type of skating still exists. It's just not everything. the, it's you not the dominant everything. form anymore. It's not the yeah. dominant, and that's but fine because cameras are back. Even yeah. irresponsible skating is back. Apparently, um, I mean, sometimes <laughs> there's like Sam Sam Croft's new edit. The the whole <laughs> the whole of that. I was like, this is this is one of the most dangerous, reckless looking things I've seen in a while. Like he was just charging at everything. But still, I mean, he has a pretty, like, for what he does, he has a pretty, like, good quotation of not injuring himself, right? Well, I mean, yeah, he has got... a lot of minor injuries, but yeah. I think, because, I mean, I'm a fan of Sam, great guy, you know, like, back in the day, I wasn't so much fan of his skating because I didn't get it. It looks a little sketchy and this, but this is what I really like now about it. Like, it has this rough uh, energy to it, you know? But I wouldn't say it was sketchy now. Like when he lands I, stuff, when he lands stuff, it looks dude, he controlled. Doesn't, he doesn't even use his knees on most of the stuff. It looks like like it's not possible to land some things that he doesn't. I think that makes it like special as well because he's rough. You know, he's going for it, and I I don't feel like like I I certainly don't feel like his whole body is open. You know what I mean? Like when you stretch, and I feel like some things are are are. That's what I call sketchy, maybe, but it's not sketchy. I'm like, I'm. He has control. I would, I would sure, say his know? landings are soft. Like Brandon, Brandon Campbell. When Brandon Campbell landed something, he looked like he was lucky to survive. Like he looked like death was on the cards. When yes. Sam does a stunt, I'm like, I'm like, he's he's got this. It looks. No, like no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Like it doesn't look sketchy as if I think he's falling. You know, I don't like that. But it still looks like 
it, he doesn't make it look like it's the easiest thing he does. You know what I mean? Like he goes for for some bangers. You know, he goes yeah, because it's not the easiest. Shit. They're they're terrifying. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm gonna land cleaner. You know, I'm not saying he lands unclean or anything. But I'm saying it has a certain edginess to it, okay. which makes me feel like he could injure himself way often, way more often than he actually does. Yeah. You get my saying? I do. Like, I do know what you mean. I, yeah, definitely. Think. There is other people like if you see Niels, his whole body is open, hundred percent. You know, like it's it's in every way. Like I see him, and I know no, he's not gonna injure himself, not at all. Even though he does crazy bangers, but it, he makes it look super easy, very soothing, like very smooth. Like I don't even have the idea that he could fall. On Sam, I would think like, what the fuck? Oh, how did he land? Oh yeah, I would definitely I would definitely say I'll give you that. I'd say Sam looks more dangerous when he skates. Nels yes. definitely looks more looks and I really more, like more that calculated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really great guy. But I'm not speaking about him when I'm saying like irresponsible skating fact, you know? Like uh, well, who, shout out Demetrius George of this part. What's what's that what's irresponsible about Demetrius's skating? I I think he tries to injure himself on every spot he's going to. No, I, that's my impression. Like, I mean, shout out to, to Demetrius, no hate, no offense, but I it would get hurt a definitely, lot. definitely different. Like I would definitely have a different approach and I don't get this whole killer bee mentality. Like really, like, I mean, shout out to the guy, he was um, contacting me like last year or something really like, um, he, I think Nick Kuro sent me a conversation because he was chatting with Nick when Demetrius was at night, three o'clock or some, some shit, like he was whatever. And he found like my video in Athens and it spoke to him a lot because like I was injuring myself, really fighting, uh, battling on spots. And he was like, this is my kind of skating and you know, everything great. Well, I was actually talking in the video about this is not the way of skating that I want to do anymore. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and yeah, he, he, was, he, he missed the point of that video. Yeah. I heard Eugen told me in an interview, he said like he's listening Wu-Tang to whatever edit he's putting on. He's never listening to the music, so he's putting Wu-Tang. I don't know how correct that is, but it's a nice picture in my head, actually. So maybe he just missed the whole conversation, what I was talking about, and just saw me like biting hard and breaking finger joints and like even fucking up my knee uh, before lacing the ender. And, and like, I mean, it. I, I really like, I was happy when I heard like he likes it and because I never talk to a guy and he's like one of the big names from back then who was like whoa is this guy crazy you know and um, i really like him coming back and fucking shit up also um, working on the instagram really like i don't know restlessly like all the time every day what i don't like is the whole recycling you know like i see every clip five times i can't like you no know, like on all these quotes and meaningful this and inspirational this is also yeah i'm not fan of i'm not a fan of the the self-help and inspirational quotes it just whatever it was very uh but I, I let him i let him do his thing you know whatever but what i'm thinking is when you are an influencer and showing strategies i think it's somewhat questionable to say like hey no pain no gain you gotta fall and you gotta push through the pain and I'm overbending my knee or I'm doing this or that and having serious injuries, like, while I think it's 100% avoidable, you know, warm yourself up, do warm-up tricks. I, I think he's going there and just going for the hammer, injuring yeah, himself and lacing it yeah. and then saying, hey, I did it. 
but I'm also going away with crazy injury. Next week, I'm going to this comp and I'm overstretching my knee, but I still got second place and killer B and this and that. And I'm also telling everybody, this is the way. And I think maybe Demetrius George can do that. And hopefully he can continue because if I would put bets, like I wouldn't put bets because I don't want to bring bad karma, but, but this path is definitely leading somewhere where you can't just push through pain. You know, yes, just yeah. take one serious injury, which could happen in the way he skates. Like much respect to his bangs. What he does is incredible. This age coming back into skating, going crazy, all this, all the the willpower on the on the Instagram and everything is is really like incredible. But at the same time, I feel like he didn't get that there is benefits of new age skating. Like Niels, for example, shows you don't have to like if you prepare and you're like warm and you do first your easy trick and then the hard one, you can kind of get the banger without that much of a risk. And I think yeah. that in some clips yeah. that I've seen, it shows that he doesn't go that way. Like, And I, I get it. Some people go the broad way. But I think it's somewhat irresponsible to yourself, to your community and whatever. At the same time, I still admire when there's new clips, I'm like, Stoked on it. If there is an old clip to the 20th time on some whatever, I'm just scrolling. Yeah. But he has success. Plus, success plus. to him. Shout out Dimitris. Great guy. Um, crazy. A little bit crazy, maybe. Yeah. yeah. You do kind of wonder, though, like, it's it's not sustainable. Like, there's only so many times yes. you can, there's only so many times you can yeah. damage What's or traumatize plan? your body I think that you much. Did it. You, you said that, no? Wasn't there like a, uh, I saw like a snippet or something where you were talking about what's Dimitri's um, big plan or, or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah try, that kind of spoke to yeah, me for yeah, sure. Like yeah. it was like, okay. Try to break a bone in every country. Um, yeah, but it's like... I, he was I, in I, Europe and like, I don't know, in, like he informed us a day earlier if we could like organize this or that. And we were like... Uh, no, but have fun going there or this. We are like it's a little bit short and short noticed, and we yeah. cannot, you know. maybe he thinks like Europe's that small that you can just be like, oh, just for me, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow morning. I'll just jump on a plane. Know. It's only an hour away. Um, I, don't know. I, don't know. I also wonder, like as a spectacle, Demetrius George is really fascinating to watch because it's obviously it's very high yes. risk skating, but. Yes. I, I do very regularly question how many people, that if they hadn't seen rollerblading before or they'd forgot about it or they didn't have an interest in it, I'd be very surprised by how many people would see him and actually it would motivate them to skate, like to pick That's up a amazing. pair of skates. No, but I mean, as in they see someone getting this, this hurt, this damage, they see him like in crutches, right? They see him like being yes. like, like, like basically saying, I like tore my kneecap clean out of my leg. No, he's definitely showing, hey, I didn't know where my limit was. I went over it. But how many people are going to see that and go, that looks appealing? Like, I, I, want, to, I want to get a pair of skates. <laughs> I remember there was like, I mean, like really, like respect to Demetrius, I think we need all facets, like all the diversity and he brings a really, really different piece to the puzzle as well. But um, what did I want to say? Um, like, 
you know, I forgot my point. Maybe I have it in a minute. Um, um, but yeah, there's there's no denying his talent and the fact that he can come back after all that time and just do that stuff. And he's he definitely, I feel like he's skating better now than he did then. Yeah, maybe. Like he's de- like there's there's no denying that it's incredibly impressive. He did really impressive stuff for sure. I'm not yeah. sure if he had the same control. Maybe he had more control back then when he was. Or not control, but less falls. I I, 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 I feel like he's. I definitely feel like he's leveled up since he's came back. He did big stuff. Yes. Um. So, what are you doing for money now? Like these days? Like, do you have? Like, are you working? What's like? How are you? How are you supporting yourself? Um. I have like a laptop job, which I'm very fortunate to to have. Like just on the side, a couple hours in a month, which pays my fixed costs, and the rest is paid by skating. So, um. I've like yeah, I do basically 30 hours plus minus a month sitting on the laptop fixing website problems, translating, machine translating, websites, WordPress, stuff fixes, graphic design, video, okay. social media, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit for this one brand, the company. Um yeah, which uh, is like a family a company, so that's why like it's not my family, but my girlfriend's family. And um, it happens to be a really nice win-win situation where I can put my skills that I learned from skating and everything just um, and put them in there because they need all of that stuff. And they would pay someone really, really a lot of money if it's a freelancer, they have to pay for all this stuff. So I get kind of nice, um, nice money and I'm still like inexpensive for what I do. Yeah. And also when I'm not an expert in something, like I learn it for this. Like, I don't know, they need Google Ads. Okay, I'm learning this stuff and setting it up. So I learn stuff. I've, I can solve problems, which I really like. Just what is this? Okay, this doesn't work. How come? Okay, I sit down and work it out. And um, that pays the fixed costs. And then there is some deal with Grindhouse, um, which pays um, enough to cover uh, my skating trips, basically. Okay. So just I'm on a minimum, like for real. Like, I mean, I have some money saved and I'm investing with this kind of money. But um, for my monthly expenses, I sit down 30 hours, do a couple of stories, um, some posts if I do, or events or video project, uh, wearing grindhouse and video projects. Um, yeah, there is like a, a nice plan we worked on. Like I had to, like Grindhouse was also a little bit behind of doing their, like, let's say, um, duty on community because, I mean, they always had the, the Rams at Winter Clash and a team, but nowadays it's like kind of, um, it's only me and I think Roman, not even, Julian, not even, I think Amel, Tisla and um, Niels Rinas, but Niels is on Starlight now, not doing much. So it's basically, I mean, I am in the pro team, so I think they could spend a little bit more than the peanuts that I got before. I had to tip, uh, hit the table a little bit, but then uh, Torsten, the boss, shout out Torsten, um, was like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, it was time. Like, I really needed to sit down because they have never time. Like, it's super busy for them, the schedule, and, and always overworked. Um, but I have nice communication. Um, we have better deal now. I also have a code. So if you want to support, there is a code which sends me 
of um, your purchase at Grindhouse, nobody else. So, which means they don't lose any March. They don't, there is no like hype about my coin for this or that, but it's yeah. like 100% yeah. clear. Whoever puts down this code is only there, like, or puts down the code only to support me, which is a nice uh, statistic to really measure because if it's like a code that gives percentage for other people, like how, how much is the number worth to say how many people come through me, you know? Yeah. So it's not much, but it is something. So you can use that code. It's Zenk, Zenk basically. It's called Z-E-N-K, and that's the code. But it's also in my bio and everything. Just show the franchise. Yeah, yeah. That leads that leads nicely onto the next point. How does it feel to have one of the most mispronounced names in rollerblading? I think you and Eugen Ennen could have. Yeah, Eugen is worse. Eugen is probably <laughs> Eugene worse. Ennen. Eugene Egan. Um, God, I've heard I've heard all of them. Um, yeah. Eugen Ennen. You said it quite good. I, I thought I was quite accurate. Eugen Ennen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's what's your short for? Is it short for Johannes or yes. yeah, right? Bingo. So Johannes, because uh, but it's the, not Zeng. It's, I, I I know I'm getting that wrong. How do you say it? Okay. Yo, what's up? That's the, the yeah. I've got I've got that part mind. right. I know Yo, that part. What's up? Yo, yeah. What Zeng? Zeng is the name. Zenk, so not Zenk, no. Zenk. It's a snare. Yeah, like TS. Zenk, you would Zenk. But I, I don't give a fuck. You can call me whatever. Like there was this one, uh, I think the, the worst case, which didn't bother me much at the, the, that point, but it was at uh, Nouvelle Ligne and El Contest in Strasbourg. Yeah. Where <laughs> I isn't didn't that, know that. Isn't that Matthias Selhan's contest? Doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. But it was way before I knew these people. I was just a kid from. from the German, like I lived, I grew up in Karlsruhe, which is like just over the border, like from Strasbourg. It's okay. like really close. So I went there as like a young skater, like somebody, whatever. I was kind of all right in mini ramp and quarter and um, bird, but for the French people, it didn't mean shit because that's their game already, you know? So I wasn't really somebody special or nobody should have known my name or whatever. But the point is they pronounce it, I think they pronounce it Jose. I, I I heard when they asked for the guy and I was 100% sure it could not be my name that they are Like I wasn't even considering. I was sitting there like, oh, this guy is not showing up, you know? So I missed my run because I was like, yeah, whatever. That's pretty so, funny when they get it, when it's, it's so far off that even, even you're like, nope, don't know what they're, don't know who they're shouting on there. Like, like yeah, that can't be whatever. me. Yeah, but it, whatever, it was fine. Like, and nowadays everybody calls me Joe, yo, whatever. Like, I mean, um, do what you want. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, so obviously you're very active in the European scene. You're making loads of content, your events. Right. I, pretty much everyone I've spoken to in the European scene over the years has a story about you. Or I remember um, Sasha Lopez told me a really nice one about how when he was on Grindhouse and basically Grindhouse wanted to get rid of him and you like totally like had his back and stuck up for him. And I thought that was really cool because yeah. not a lot of skaters do that for each still, other. I think it's the, I don't know. I wouldn't. 
Not in a not in that sense. Sorry, I don't mean as in they don't back each other up. I mean when it comes to companies and sponsors, people are so afraid of you know that their, their situation is so fragile that they don't back up their fellow teammates uh, on, when on, things on, aren't going their like, way. Many times you don't even know about it because the riders themselves aren't even transparent about yeah. what happens. And also there is a lot of shit on both sides, like when people's egos go up or this or blah. Like I'm happy uh, Sasha Sasha. Um, called me out on that like a really i mean i was team manager i'm still team manager for a team that's not existing but i was team manager at grindhouse at the time because they wanted to get rid of the the amateur team and i was like hey no 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 uh it makes sense to send some stuff and you just don't you want to get rid of the communication right so let's let me do that stuff for these guys and whatever and this worked for half a year and then nobody of these guys ever asked for stuff or did something so stopped but sasha was out a little bit earlier and I'm really like kind of, I was bummed it happened like that because I think it was a misunderstanding, disagreement. And Sasha can also be kind of hot, hot blooded at some, some point. So I don't know exactly what started all this, but it went to a point where Sasha really was like, no, fuck that shit. I'm going, you know, right. and yeah. it was kind of in a way where it was like, what the fuck are you guys doing there? You know, like work together, please. <laughs> and I don't know what started this and what is behind but I really thought like I was talking a lot with, with Thorsten. I was talking a lot with Sasha. Everything was nice. Everything was, was cool afterwards, but Sasha still decided to leave because he felt like yeah, my, my step is already like, I, I, I already decided for that. And so now he's, I think he's on Skate Pro or something. I hope he, he gets support. But now he's on Icon as well. And I mean, I, I've seen him on, on Campion recently. He's, he's a friend. I mean, he was on Grindhouse for, for longer time than I was. And I know him from really my first encounters of street skating because he's from Stuttgart. Like I know he's like the Argentinian living in Barcelona, but he lived a, a big part of his life. He lived in Stuttgart with Stuttgart, but Stuttgart, we will call it in English, um, is kind of close to my original hometown. And we skated street a lot of times together back then. So yeah, close guy. Shout out Lopez. Killer. And I hope I can treats you good i'm i'm just looking forward to when he finally drops a street part for them or he says he's working on something right oh yeah here, so yeah the last sections he did were incredible like always fucking yeah I, re I really like his style um so that's that kind of leads on to like what i wanted to ask about who who do you like who do you have your eye on right now or who do you you find like really inspiring or look forward to when they've got in new general? stuff coming out just yeah it doesn't have to be someone you know just like when you see they've got i don't you find out they've got a I new mean, section coming out or whatever you're like, like i'm hyped honestly like there's too many to name and not enough to name like i'm not following everything even though i feel like i've seen every relevant video which came out i mean for example, I didn't watch ends yet. I just downloaded it like this morning, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, I've only managed to watch it like in, I've done like two settings. I managed to watch the first half and the second half, which has really annoyed me because I wanted to watch the whole thing all the way through, but I couldn't wait. And it is, it, it is very, very good. Yeah, I didn't want to watch on mobile phone. I really want big screen and sit down and have the time and stuff. And I don't do that for a lot of projects. And also, I don't know, like, my interest in Blade Media somewhat, like, goes up and down. And sometimes I watch something and I feel like it's total garbage. 
And then I watch it again and I feel like, oh, nice. Why didn't I like, why did I have this experience the first time I watched it? So I'm not always like in the right mindset to, to watch a piece and give it like whatever it deserves, you know? So um, it's hard to say, but like, I really like, I really look forward to the YouTube piece. Like, because I really like um, quality major pieces and I feel this is going to be one, especially Dong West, like doing great stuff, like for sure. I'm looking forward to whatever any homie of mine puts out and I have a lot of homies everywhere in the world. So I'm always stoked. And that, that's what I was going to say. You kind of seem to know everyone. So yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. Like I want to, um, yeah, I want to, yeah, in a sense, I want to contribute to everything I see potentially contributing something that makes it better or whatever. So I um, definitely want to be in contact. Like, and I cannot be in contact with everybody because I have so many people being in contact all the time. So, you know, but I'm definitely hyped on anybody I know achieving goals, doing something. I'm hyped to, to, to meet new people obviously as well but sometimes a video where i don't know the person needs a lot more to get me hyped than if i know the person i'm sure it's kind of normal yeah i know what you mean but, like if, you, if you're not familiar with them or yeah if you haven't met them personally it's it's yeah. harder to have a connection yes. i also think i'm also super hyped i need to say i'm super hyped on all the kids like if i see a kid doing great shit and even if it's just Steezy tops or whatever on a curb, and this is a lot on, on Instagram. Like I'm in touch with a lot of kids from any place where I visit. I'm also in touch with the kids usually, like because I go there a skate session. I'm not there for a comp. It's also something Andy didn't didn't understand. Like I said, sent me somewhere for getting in touch with the scene, not for a competition. He says there needs to be a competition. So I only went to competitions, but always said like okay, but I'm staying two weeks. I do the competition so. It pays the flight, but I still can get in touch with everybody in the scene, have the, the local sessions, meet the kids, you know, and there is kids from all kinds of places that, that send me all their new stuff, like every week, like some crazy shit. And there is super steezy ones. There's there's amazing, or I don't know, some South American girls that don't even know anything, but do 360s down three, four steps. And it looks steezy and I, I see something in that, you know, it doesn't like, I cannot really nail it down to like something has something, it gets me hooked. Like, I think Actually, it's like, you, it's you've, yeah, you've just reminded me of something. I don't even know. I can't remember her second name. Her first name is Victoria and she's Swedish. And she contacted me during the week on Instagram and basically said like, Oh, I like the podcast. And I ended up looking at a couple of her clips and she's doing like true macchio switching natural and doing like pivots into grinds and pivots out like kind of like you, you know okay, like, okay. like the kind of thing you see bobby do or you or like uh the kelsos and stuff like that and i'm like whoa you've yeah. totally you've like incorporated all this like new school stuff and you've but got stop you gotta send me the like, technical ability i can't remember her second name but yeah i was like shocked like i was like yeah. you've you've got a total you've got like your own like proper style here and yeah. that's it that's it if you if you can see i don't know and it can be even not having your body open it can you can still like have no knees and still have a persona character in your skating kind of you know what i mean like the no yeah. knees is just an uh, yeah 
to make you get what I'm saying, like kind of. Yeah, you've you've mentioned the no knees thing a few times. I think you've got see you like to see people properly like uh, compress. compress No, but I I, like if if I see a clip, I'm gonna feel how it feels for me if I would do the same maneuver. Like I I feel it in my body. Like my body does this movement. Like if you dream, and your body does the movement. I see something, I do the movement, and if it feels like a lot of impact in my upper body because I don't need my I'm feeling like, why, you know, like it's harder, like it's sketchier, it's less um, easy to control, like to, to use your full range is so yeah. much easier than just using a little bit of range. So, but sometimes this shows a, a, like a kind of persona or, or character in this, like the style, the, the own style that like, even if you develop the knees with still be there but it kind of makes it more like i don't know there is these kind of people where i feel like it adds to the stuff okay depends how like usually i would say choose your knees all the way you know like i mean <laughs> use your knee guys use your knees um that's pretty funny i'm not uh, always doing myself you know like sometimes i'm taking a clip where i'm just like going you know this um how you call the wall climber like something to <laughs> no it's German saying whatever like if you do this it's <laughs> that's what I want to say right. like if you land and you do this and not go like down like this but your head and everything goes just yeah, down I know like I know what you mean when when people land and like the top half of their body folds instead of their legs bending it can be super sketchy yeah it could lead to a clip where I say like no fuck that go again and sometimes it still is the clip like hands yeah. down I'm going to so, start. I, I'm, that's I'm it. See, from team. now on, I'm going to analyze. Whenever you've got a new section out, I'm going to analyze all your shit. And if I ever see you land like that, I am. For example, for example, I think it was in the Habibis. I did the three rails in a row. Like there is like this transfer rail thingy and I do topsail, like backside topsail and then three off and I go straight into this. <laughs> but it has a certain laissez-faire, a certain like fuck that I don't give a fuck yeah. attitude where I felt like, okay, it's a difficult maneuver. And on the last bit, which is easy, I kind of spit it there. You know what I mean? I'm like, and sometimes it adds to the feeling. It adds to the moment. It's like I had a cleaner one and I didn't use the cleaner one. I used this one because it gave more feeling. Yeah. So I'm not hating on a certain thing. I always think it's it's up to, yeah, up to a lot of things if it's in the end okay or not right. and, and i think sketchiness can be super good like yeah it's like it, it's like anything else it depends on the circumstance yeah yes um, i'm against general rules i think if there's a rule it, it should be broken like for example um skateboarding you're not supposed to do a mall grab please do more grabs skateboarding is about being rebel you know, like against establishment. And now making rules is like in tattooing. It's against like the establishment. And now they make their own rules. You're, you're, you're not supposed to make tattoos on your arms or where it's visible if you're not tattooed completely on the hidden places because then you're like a show off or some shit. It's a rule that might work for most of people, but I'm sure there is people <laughs> having good reasons to only tattoo that part and it doesn't 
they don't give a fuck about showing off or something. So I think that's is is an open is an opportunity. Like if there's something not to be done, you should find a way how it can be done in a nice way. Like for example, a mizu was not to be done for a long time because mizus are shitty. But people judged Mizu on the shitty attempts they did themselves. And when there was enough people doing steezy Mizus again, people were like, ah, oh, yeah, true. There was steezy Mizus all the way, every time, you know? Every oh, yeah. fucking... Throughout like, history, throughout history. But it's, it's one of these tricks, like there's just certain it's tricks. It's like people say now there is no hammers. You don't look at it, you know? Now you yeah. can do hammers, but you do it in a new way. You yeah. you do this, I don't know, I, I discovered unities, like... This year, last year, I don't know, like in Habibis, I did Unity on that proper It was like a trick I, I had for a long, long time. And I never did because I thought like it looks shitty on me. I can't really do it. And but whatever. Now I try to make it to to take my weakness and get a clip with that. You yeah. Know? Oh, you're preaching to the converted. That's Unity is my favorite trick of all, all time. I will, yes. I will do that. If we go to Handrail, I'll do that before a Royale. I'm like, no, you need to see. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I, feel like. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did a, um, a Kinkrail Unity just recently. It's one of the Kaiser clips, actually. But if I can, I'm not going to show you a clip, but I could show you a fall if I find it. But um, I have to dive a little bit. Um, yeah, so maybe you ask something else in the meantime. Well, that was, I was actually about to say, I've taken up over two hours of your time. So unless you've got anything else you wanted, wanted to add, I was, I was going to, I was going to let you I'm get about the rest of your one. afternoon. Plus, can you even show me that clip? Cause surely it might have, it might have uh, contraband skates on it that you're not, you're not allowed to disclose yet. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm on the news for the Kaiser. Right. Okay. Mm. I chose that's why I like I had a lot of Ilya clips as well but they end up in a different project because for the Kaiser I kind of felt like I mean they said whatever skates you skate but I felt like I shouldn't use like the most crazy color and whatever for a Kaiser piece which ends on Pauslet thing I felt like yeah, no, maybe yeah. I use more like a um a simple colorway which could be any skate. I mean, obviously it's a Rogers and I like to show that on the Pauslite channel even. I think it's great to, to do crossovers if it lands on the Pauslite. I'm not even sure yet. But um, I felt like for this project, I don't. I also didn't want to limit myself to the few outfits that I already wore on these skates, you know, like bright colors. How many outfits can you do with that? Like I kind of wished for some more simple colorway at this yeah. time to like I, I dyed a lot of shirts uh, for this project and they were pretty colorful so I was like okay maybe get more simple skate for that yeah, yeah I know what you but mean that clip when I, the skate's too I, loud it, it's like yeah close, it's really hard to kind of make it work with certain outfits yeah are you, are you still you are you still scrolling through your videos trying to look for this is that what's happening but I don't even know what I'm doing. It's kind of... Is this us getting an insight into the life of an influencer? Shout out to this one. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know where this clip is. I don't want to waste time searching. Uh, it's too much, too much content. Oh, wait. 
Now this is also photograph with skates that I should not show. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. You will see. Sort of. But I had a funny bail. I also had a, a, a few nasty bales that I kind of wished I could have avoided, but were kind of necessary in the process. One in Portugal, one in the project earlier, and one on the Kinkra that I was just saying. Like it was funny, like the Kinkra, I kind of, I was on new anti-rockers, which I really like, like shout out to whatever, I mean, forgot the name, um, but it's from Enter Enter distribution, a good material, they roll, it's anti-rockers, but really good quality, but they felt like metal while going, and I went to Unity, and they started rolling while grinding, and because I, I did a lot of channel grinds, and one part yes. was off and it was not 100% round. And I went unity through the kink and slipped with the left out, like I'm right foot front, yeah. left goes out. So I'm on my shin doing kind of the Eugen shin slide. And without even my hands, I throw myself from the shin out of the kink to the ground, which I landed. Like it was a really good save, but it was a really sick experience. I hope the clip is nice and I can put it in the video as well. Yeah, then I had a really nasty fall in Portugal, which was basically five meters to impact. Like, was kind of avoidable in a sense, but at the same time, it was uh, kind of necessary as well, and nothing happened. It was all good. Um, but it was maybe the biggest, scariest, craziest thing I've ever done in my life. Did you land it though? Did you, I landed did, it. Right, you got the clip. I had the down. fail, and then I landed. And it, it's it's something. I mean, the clip is like it's like bah! you're gonna you're gonna see soon. Like they filmed right. it a big thing as well. And one more clip where my wheel exploded, and it was my responsibility. I was on wheels for like weeks, and it, they were really the lowest that you can imagine. And I did a stunt with a lot of impact, and I was irresponsible, hundred percent irresponsible to um, not have changed my wheels like on that. There's a lot of like these falls gonna be nice um, Insta posts when those projects are coming out. But it's something I want to avoid, you know, this is my hardest falls this year, nothing happened on any of those, but it's something I want to avoid 100%, like no, like this shit is not necessary. I learned from those falls 100%, like I know, Coming back again, similar situation, I would do correct. So maybe it was necessary for future. How, how old are you now? Um, 32. Oh, still, still, yeah. The body's, the body's still reacting fast then. Oh, yeah. dude, after those words, I felt like a superhuman. I was like watching footage. I was like, what the fuck have I done? Like, how, how, can, how can my body take this? I felt superhuman. I felt also super like humiliated, how is it called? Like uh, it made me humble. humble no, it's not humiliated. Yeah. Humbled, it, hum <laughs> it humiliated me as well. <laughs> Humili <laughs> I'm going home, I'm going home. I'm embarrassed, this was, was awful. Fucked. I was really fucked. Fuck man, I kind of want to show something at least. There's really, really crazy shit. This, no, FOMO, yes, this is the project. So, Is this 
No, it's not it. So we have one one crazy fall for. But please don't use this snippet on your social media before I post it. I'll, I'll try my best. I don't think people want to watch a recording of a. Okay. Was it ne weird. was it necessary to 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 disaster that far down the rail when it was a, a yes. simple down rail? Was that necessary? No, 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 it was nice. Just a second, like we have Fisher in the middle, and I fly over him. Okay, it's really nice. I did okay. six times, seven times, and I tried to go, and it was nice. But my wheel exploded. I, I, um, like I had the impact. My wheel exploded immediately, like completely. Like the core was still in there, the rest was gone, and that's why I fell. And then I switched one of the wheels because I didn't want to go back to a car, but switched from a friend, repeated for the angle, angle, and then we skated another spot after that, like ten minutes. And the other side broke. So I was irresponsible twice, like really stupid. Next time I'm taking impact, I'm not gonna. But this, uh, yeah, I don't know. If you see that in, in the big clip, it looks pretty heavy impact, but I don't, I didn't hit my head, nothing. Yeah. I had a little scratch. That was it. All right. Well, it sounds like we've got an absolute ton of fresh yacht sink, not zinc, yacht sink footage to come out yeah, um so yeah, we'll look forward to it i have taken up an absolute ton of your time this afternoon you've still got some hours left in your day i think oh, yeah, it would have been over two hours um have you got anything else you want to, want to say before we wrap things up and i go to my bed because i'm an ancient man and need to be up in the morning yeah true i mean it's at least 10 <laughs> walk the dog and go to bed because that's what 39 yeah. year olds do uh, no 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 um yeah shout out to my people like as i said like there's two people i work with doing projects right now which is one dennis Fedke, which is often like with btk for short he did habibis right i'm a head out he did most recently he did bronzed um he also does graphic. he does graphics as well right because didn't he do stuff for no you oh. what did you say his name was Betke, dennis Betke. Oh, I was right thinking there's there's two. There's a uh, Joe, Joe, but uh, yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, Jonas Butka. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. He did of. the stuff for for Cayenne. Yeah, and he also did. He, I think he just did the new Orange Wheel Company stuff as well. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No, I like his work. It's a different guy. And this right. is uh, also he skated for Razors. He was a pretty good skater. Uh, fucked up his knee. Is a little bit um, was a little bit lost for some time. Found back power and. Uh, decided to use um, his uh, energy when he can't skate, as long as he can't skate fully in the video, could uh, like, yeah, uh, realize really nice uh, projects so far. Uh, got new camera, the bronze was already with it, the new video, which is coming, and the filler, like there's a filler 10 minute, all, all clips, and uh, the project we worked on is both from him. And then the second guy I work with, um, on the regular is Harry Can, yeah. who I uh, talked uh, earlier about. Like he was also in Athens and everywhere. He's like everywhere right now. Um, shout out Harry. Um, he, I did Odyssea with Campion Suave, and hopefully one more project this year. And um, yeah, he was also um, 
helping behind the scenes of the Portugal piece. So shout out to these guys for um, helping me achieve my dreams, you know, like working on projects together, making it better than what I could do alone is really like what uh, juices me. So I'm very grateful for these guys holding it down for me and uh, I want to support everybody that helps me as well. Um, uh, Harry also, he, he filmed the Bobby Spasov homo because Bobby asked me um, if I can help shoot and everything and I couldn't but at the time and everything. I'm not sure if he asked Harry already, but I was like, hey, Harry, this bad. I'm not sure if you want, but blah, blah. And they got together, really nice team, got good stuff happening. So I'm sure there is way more things Harry is involved than anybody knows. Like, great guy. And from Dennis, there will be also new, new things coming. Um, other than that, shout out to my sponsors, shout out to Nikuros from um, Athens Playhouse. We didn't really talk much about Playhouse, but it's amazing. It's really outstanding competition or let's say event. It's more of a session. I wasn't skating like to win this year, but I won anyway. Um, but it's been really nice, like also 10 days of great sessions and great places, great people, great food. And the event is something so crazy like you i cannot even describe like if you've seen an edit you have the feeling you know but you don't know so shout out nikuros for doing the impossible and making a concert in your living room so name i want a i want a leg like a cup of leg i'm not sure if you've seen in my stories like i i've, I've like the the winning thing <laughs> this year was like a like for a film or a movie, like a fake dead oh, like a zombie leg. Like a, a, yes, a prop but leg. super real, super proper, super expensive. And it's in a skate with like exploded skate with like toes coming out. Then there is like, it's crazy. Like it's the full knee and it's like a replica of one of the homies leg, like for real. They, they took measures and whatever. And you can take out the bone and it's a pen. So the whole thing is a pen holder. Crazy. I didn't take it. I thought like, Let's leave it at the blade house for everybody to see. And maybe if I have a, a spot one day in the future where it would fit, because it certainly doesn't fit this apartment, if my girlfriend would not <laughs> agree on that kind of shit. Um, but I think it fits the uh, blade house very, very nicely. And um, respect to Kuros for pulling that shit off, like in this house, like every fucking year with all these maniacs. Like it's amazing. Respectful people, like there is no maniac maniacs but it's yeah. fucking yeah. incredible so shout out nikuros shout out csgate um they have really nice merch as well just brought out new new socks oh, yeah. new sock game maybe we do a your tank sock as well at some point like some graphics of mine let's see um shout out greg from blade life even though not so much happening right now but i'm still hoping we can get some good stuff going and maybe like he's talking for a while now to bring people to the uk at some point not sure how the current economical situation allows and his business really had to take some um uh, tolls i don't know so um yeah support the supporters um integrity shout out integrity i think it's something that we think everybody adult has developed but it's by far not uh, in the in the toolbox of everybody 
especially companies. So yeah, that's efficiency and integrity, please. <laughs> and shout out you thanks for for um taking the time speaking with me catching up anytime man I've, yeah i've wanted to i've wanted to do it for ages so yeah i'm glad we finally got around to it and hopefully we'll be seeing each other sooner rather than later because there's a new winter yes. clash announced and yeah sure. I'm sure I, I might uh, i would I come i think grindhouse asked me already if uh, i want a ticket or something and i think they already managed to to uh, sort that out and um I will be there seeing you. Let's see. Awesome. Do we is there panels this year? Uh oh, I haven't actually been in touch with Yo-Yo yet, but I know uh, Ricardo Lino wants me to help him do something with a live stream. And yeah, I'm sure there'll be other side events that I'll get involved in as okay, okay, is okay. usually the case. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down helping with whatever, but let's see. Let's keep in touch. Let's I don't know. I mean if we start next week to try figure out a new podcast and maybe in two years we get together again. <laughs> yeah. And that's... pencil in for 2025. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time to do it. And yeah, speak soon. Speak soon. Much thanks. Peace that's out. Right, man. Bye.